Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What do you do when you find out your fiancé cheated on you while you were sleeping? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 38-year-old female, boyfriend of 9 years, won't marry me. I, 38-year-old female, have been in a long-term loving relationship with Aaron, 37-year-old male, since 2016. We've been living together since 2017, raised three cats, and even own a car together. The trouble started last weekend when we had dinner with my mom and stepdad. It started out as a really good dinner. Everybody was laughing and having a good time. The subject of buying a house was brought up, and both my mom and stepdad announced that they wanted to help us out with a down payment. My stepdad said nonchalantly that it would be a nice wedding gift. I noticed Aaron's demeanor change immediately. His face grew pale and he started sweating. I know the subject of marriage to Aaron is a really sticky subject because his previous girlfriend before me pressured him to get married and that's why they inevitably split. We never talked about it because it was such a touchy subject. Plus, our lives have been great and, after all, it's just a piece of paper, so I didn't want to trigger him. The rest of the night was pretty calm, but Aaron was quiet. When we got home, he went straight to bed. I thought that was pretty odd because I assumed my stepdad was just kidding. He had made some comments to me over the years concerning the subject, but I told him not to mention it in front of Aaron because of his past. Yesterday, I went to my parents' house and confronted my stepdad about the comment. He said he wanted to make sure I wasn't being taken advantage of and being married would help out a lot more with a first-time home buyer loan. He said he wanted to make sure that if anything were to happen between Aaron and myself, that I would hold more ground with the house versus not being married. I'm not going to lie, it made a lot of sense. Until he said that I'm wasting my time with a man who wanted the wife experience, but only gave boyfriend benefits to me. This really upset me and even my mom scolded him on my way out. When I got home last night, I talked to Aaron and we had an emotional fight. It was the biggest fight we ever had. I explained my side to him and asked him what would happen if we broke up. I asked him if we would sell the house and split the money down the middle, which set him off even more. He accused me of speaking with his ex, Angie, 33, and said that she put me up to this. I said that these are important things to discuss and if we were going to spend the rest of our lives together anyway, then what's a piece of paper? Plus, my health benefits aren't the best, so it would be beneficial in other ways besides the home buyer's loan. This enraged him even more and he started yelling so much that his lip ring fell out. He said that history is repeating itself and that he can't believe he's going to lose me the same way he lost Angie. They were together for four and a half years before she started pressuring him. I said that their relationship was nothing like ours because back then, his credit was bad, so they couldn't afford as much as we can now. We talked until the early hours of the morning and he said that my stepfather should have never offered it if it came with that manipulative stipulation and that he wouldn't accept it and marriage would never be on the table. The topic of breaking up came up and he said right now it's not financially wise to break up because we already have so many investments together and we can't afford to live on our own individually. We currently share a two-bedroom apartment split evenly. I'm at a loss. I really feel like I wasted nine years of my life with this man. I don't know what to do or how to feel. He said that I should stay at my parents until he calms down. It wasn't an issue until this last week. 
I think the real issue here is he's not articulating why he feels the way he does. He just says it's off the table. It's non-negotiable. It's a non-starter. Is it anxiety? Is it they're afraid they're going to strike big in the lottery and you're going to take half of it for yourself? Is it they're worried after nine years that you're only after half of their earthly possessions? Like, what is it? I mean, the fact that he goes to the lengths of saying, well, I'm just going to blow this whole thing up rather than even discuss the topic is ridiculous. Our next story is my female 29 boyfriend, male 28 of one year, wants to stay with me despite repeated attempts to tell him he can't. How can I get him to take responsibility for his living situation? My boyfriend of one year lives at home with his mom, 67-year-old female, and brother, 23-year-old male. Their family is quite dysfunctional, a fact he has been gradually been waking up to over the last year. He's been saving up to move out but cannot yet afford to do so. Initially, we had talked about him moving in with me, but I didn't think it would be good for our relationship as he's still figuring out a lot of basic life skills. His plan was to get a place of his own with a roommate as soon as he could. Fast forward to this past Monday, he got into a physical altercation with his brother, punching him in the face. He's not normally a violent person, but the brother had been selling drugs out of the family home and generally making their lives a living heck. He called me immediately afterward and came over. I, of course, let him stay the night to cool off. In anger, he apparently told his mom he would not be returning to that house under any circumstances. I told him then and there that unfortunately I can't have him stay with me full time as my mom is currently staying with me and it wouldn't be fair to her. He seemed to understand and stayed with a friend on Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday evening, we had dinner plans and he stayed over after. He expressed how he saw a cockroach in his friend's bathroom and no longer wanted to stay there. I asked what his plan was and he said he didn't know yet. Friday comes, he stays over again. On Saturday morning, he slept until 1pm when I prodded him to get up and get going. He got a haircut and went to the gym. When he came back, I initiated a conversation with him about reaching out to his large network of friends to see if anyone needs a roommate or has a room available. He said he'd been too ashamed to open up to his friends about what's been going on. I told him that I can understand that, but that's what the situation requires. He acknowledged that his inaction has resulted in his housing situation falling squarely in my lap and apologized for that. Progress, right? Wrong. He then turns around and asks me if he can cook and eat all of his meals here. I reminded him that he already cooks and eats here several times a week and can continue to do so, but it can't be every day. As I was saying this, I could see his eyes glaze over and him dissociating. That's when I got upset, asking him why is he putting me in the position to have to say no to him again when I've already explained my reasons. This situation has been weighing heavily on me. I'm finding it hard to focus on my own life and projects because much of my time and energy goes towards worrying about this man and propping him up. How can I make it clear to him that he needs to go home without being callous? At this rate, the respect and attraction I have for him is faltering. If he doesn't take responsibility for his life, I don't see our relationship lasting much longer. I mean, the bottom line is what essentially OP said in the last sentence. If he doesn't take responsibility for his life then the relationship probably won't last much longer. What more can you do? I'm not sure. I mean, OP's been there for them. They've given support. They've told them exactly what they need to do. If they can't pick themselves up past that, I mean, what more can you do besides end things? Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is behind my 25-year-old female back... Boyfriend, 25-year-old male, looked at my banking information through his teller friend, 25-year-old male. 
Boyfriend started to ask about my finances since we started our relationship over a year ago. I didn't tell him anything and explained it's private. A few days ago, I was at his place. He went out and his messenger kept beeping. I usually don't touch his computer, so more beeping sounds came in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com was curious and remembered that I agreed to help his teller friend who messaged him causing the sound for a job referral. I forgot the details, so I started scrolling up since I was the one who replied to the teller friend using my boyfriend's account when he showed me his request. I forgot what made me curious to scroll up and didn't remember anything they said, but at some point they were talking about a call that I received from his teller friend. It turns out that a month and a half into the relationship, he saw my banking information through his teller friend, checking, savings, investments, etc., behind my back. Upon seeing them, my boyfriend made his teller friend call me to advise me to pay down a part of my student loan because rates were high. I agree that it was a good thing to do. I believe it was for my good, but I am very disappointed that he would access my banking information behind my back when I clearly told him I didn't want to share my finances information with him. He had advised me to pay it down before seeing that information, but I didn't listen. I believe that's why he wanted to do so through his friend. However, there are better ways to do this rather than looking at my bank account numbers. I am very disappointed now and I don't like the feeling of being spied on on my finances. They are not malicious, but it's making me very uncomfortable. I didn't want to get his friend into trouble, so I asked if there's ways to boost my account access security, but the bank had nothing to offer than a complaint that will likely badly hurt his teller friend's current job and future career. I had several thoughts about how to proceed next, and the best is obviously to break up, as trust is broken and extremely hard to re-establish. I know that without trust, the relationship will not be safe, but I still want him with me. We'll both be very sad to leave. The impact is it made me switch banks. My logic is saying I should leave, but my emotions says to forgive. So an OP situation, I totally understand, even if it was done in the purest of intentions, good intentions. Not only did they sneak around and spy on OP's finances and their friend do something very not legal, they couldn't even own up to it. They couldn't even fess up to it and say, OP, I'm going to be honest, I saw your finances. My friend shared them with me. I'm just concerned. Maybe if they could have done that, maybe it would have been a saving enough grace. But like this guy violated your trust, went behind your back? Whether or not it's for the best interest, how can you trust that they're not going to do so in a situation that might not be for your best interest? And let's be real, that teller friend helping OP's partner out doing that? 
I'd almost be afraid of not reporting him for doing that because God forbid he goes and does something horribly illegal later on and somehow it's tracked down that you knew of his actions way back when when he was doing it with your partner. Our next story is, I, 30-year-old female, am in an argument with my, 30-year-old male, husband about my psych meds. My husband and I have been together over 12 years. We have a 6-month-old baby, first and last. Motherhood has been a struggle, to say the least. I could only stay home for 12 weeks and then I went back to work. My boss was easy on me, but I'm still struggling from lack of sleep and just general poor performance. Baby goes to daycare and does fine, but her sleep schedule still isn't the greatest sometimes. My husband does his share, but it's still a challenge. Additionally, before I had the baby, I sold my debut novel and I'm struggling to find time and energy to work on the second. Juggling work, motherhood, and my writing has not been easy to say the least. Anyway, I've been on SSRI for many years and I want to significantly up my dose so I can get through life a little easier. My husband is on the same SSRI, but when I voice this to him, he thinks I'm trying to mask the pain and we need to be making adjustments to our life. He thinks I should quit my job or scale back on writing or something to that nature, but those just aren't options for me. My plan is to bring him to my doctor's appointment so the doc can convince him, but until then, I just want to know if we're handling this okay. I can't pretend that I understand OP's medical plans or their prescriptions, how things are working for them, the dosages and whatnot, especially when it comes down to things like antidepressants. Basically, I would say if the doctor thinks it's a smart move, if the doctor's on board for that, listen to their medical advice. If the doctor says, yes, I think it's for the best to up your dosage of the SSRI, taking your partner with you to your doctor and being able to talk everything through and explaining everything, that's easily the best option. Our next story is, annoyed at my boyfriend, 30-year-old male, cousins, for requesting frequent and expensive gatherings, then being upset we didn't show. My boyfriend, 30-year-old male, has a sibling set group of cousins, three men aged 27 to 34, and one female aged 38. His oldest cousin, let's call her Kate, is married with two children, and has a really solid double income, and the trust fund slash inheritance from three early and tragic deaths of immediate family members between her and her husband. She clearly has some ineffective coping, which I understand is not my business so she kind of bears the weight of the family on her shoulders, slash chooses to take on the role where she brings everyone together, which is very nice in theory, but she does it way too much. I guess also because of their financial situation, they will host crazy expensive events where they either don't disclose the price or do a last minute invitation to something really expensive. For example, they would invite to a dinner and then after committing, they would pick a restaurant that has a prefixed menu. That's almost $300 a person. Or they would choose to go to a ticketed event and box seats, or with a pre-admission event so it costs about $300 a couple with two-day notice. We've never backed out of something or insufficient time with response, and I don't think that anything has been a rude decline either. I'm 27, just finished grad school that I paid for by myself, and have undergrad loans, and my boyfriend just started a grad program as well. He and I were becoming more and more wary of the frequency of the invitations and how they don't really respond very well when the answer is no. Recently, his sister started hanging out more with her cousins and then she'll kind of text us on the side unnecessarily when we don't come to things. 
How should we respond without overhearing personal financial situation? Because I don't feel like sharing too much of that or being the one to make the plans first. We do reach out to them sometimes, but I feel like it's a little irrational to do something with your cousins every single weekend when it costs that much. It's hard to not become cross with a situation, even though it seems genuine. I think it's totally fair to say that you want to go to these events and you enjoy being there with them, but when they give you such little time to mull it over or make that decision when it can especially cost a lot of money, for an average person, they should understand that it's not going to be realistic for you to go all the time. Whether or not they're well off, they should understand that not everybody is in a financial situation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market and can party as much as they can or hope others do. This next story is, Secret is killing me and I'm trying to decide if I should tell my husband. My husband, 31, and I, 25, have only been married for 9 months, but have been together for 3 years. We have a great relationship and he is the best. He's my best friend and I love him more than anything. This is embarrassing to post, but I can't talk to anyone about it. When I was 17, my parents kicked me out and I moved in with my then-boyfriend, Long story, but what ended up happening was that there were two guys I started seeing for money. These were people my boyfriend knew. He set it up and everything. And it was only these people. One guy who I regularly saw was pretty cool and we were actually pretty close. The other guy was every once in a while. It was obviously not ideal. But because of the circumstances, I thought the risks were low, people wouldn't find out, and it was a lot of money at the time. I was 18 and really stupid and this is something I very much regret now. This went on for about 2 years and saved me many times, especially during school. It wasn't until I got older that I started to feel really bad about it, but whenever I thought about it, I would just pretend like it didn't happen and it worked for the most part. I'm not sure what triggered this, maybe seeing my family over Christmas, but for the last few weeks, I've been feeling horrible about it. I've been feeling soul-crushingly depressed and I feel guilty, and like I'm hiding something from him and that he should be with someone better. The thought of him knowing is causing me major stress and anxiety. The guilt and shame has been enormous. I'm sure it'll pass. But is it wrong for him not to know, and should I tell him? I don't think I necessarily recommend bringing it up and telling him. I think it would probably cause more issues than is necessary. And I think it's pretty normal for a lot of relationships to just kind of have the policy of, we don't talk about our past relationships. For a lot of people, it just causes weird emotions and unnecessary stress. I mean, the bottom line is, Opie was a teenager and they were just trying to make it. I would think rather than telling your partner right away, I would think a therapy would be a much more preferable option and see how things go from there. Our next story is, I, 20-year-old female, don't know who to believe. Boyfriend, 21-year-old male or best friend, 21-year-old female. I, 20-year-old female, have been in a relationship with my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, for two years and have known my best friend, 21-year-old female, for three. I don't even know where to start. I've been crying all morning. We all met in college, recently just graduated now. I love my boyfriend. He's sweet, thoughtful, and has always pulled through for me. 
I love my best friend too. She has never disappointed me. But it's a game of tug of war now and I'm seriously so confused. For context, we have quite a large friend group and we meet up quite frequently for outings. Today we all decided to go to my other friend's, Ashley's, birthday party. She lives in a quite decently sized house with her boyfriend Daniel. She invited most of our college friends and some of our college friends extended this invitation to their individual friends. In summary, it was packed. Like all parties and nights out, I got ready with my best friend Catherine and agreed to meet my boyfriend Lee there at the party. We arrived at the party, I went to say happy birthday to Ashley in the kitchen, and I lost Kat in the crowd. Either that or she went to go chat with someone. This is nothing out of the ordinary. Catherine was a bit occupied with welcoming people, so I just decided to help her with the cake she baked. As I was decorating the cake, Catherine's boyfriend Daniel came in and he looked distraught. I asked him what happened, and he proceeded to tell me that he had seen Lee and Kat go upstairs together. This didn't strike me as odd since they're good friends, but after realizing what he was insinuating, I started panicking. I know I should have checked what was going on then and there, but I didn't want to cause a scene at Ashley's birthday, and I refused to believe the two people I trusted the most would do anything to upset me. After around 20 minutes of no sign of Catherine or my boyfriend, I started stressing again, just as I'd seen Lee stumble into the kitchen. He came over to me and kissed me like nothing had happened, and shortly after, Catherine came into the room. I decided not to question it until after the birthday. Unfortunately, the party lasted till 3am, it's now nearly 7am in my time, and the entire time my gut was screaming at me. After everyone had left, it was just the five of us, me, my boyfriend, Ashley, Catherine, and Daniel. Daniel's mom had cheated on his father, so he was always understandably sensitive on the topic. He point-blank asked Lee and Catherine why they went upstairs together, and both of their faces fell. Then Catherine just blurted out she went to go find Max, Crush, who she's been stalking forever, also happens to be friends with Lee, with Lee, while Lee almost simultaneously said that's a lie, and that Catherine mentioned I was upstairs, but instead she tried to force herself on him. I asked Lee why he didn't tell me sooner, and he said that he didn't want to ruin the party or my mood during the party. Catherine jumped in and said it was a complete and utter lie and that he was acting weird as if he was trying to lure her into the bedroom, but she shrugged it off. This resulted in a yelling battle between the two while I just blinked out. I didn't say anything. I had nothing to say. Ashley offered to drive me home and told the two to give me space. So here I am, four hours later, wondering what to do with my life. My boyfriend is texting me and calling me non-stop, asking me how can I believe my rat of a best friend over him, and my best friend is doing the same while sending me audio notes of her crying through her words. I'm not gonna lie, considering their reaction, personally I would feel like they did hook up together and they're both regretting it. I feel like both of their reactions are simultaneously, oh crap I just cheated on my best friend with their partner, oh crap I just cheated on my partner with their best friend. They both just sound like they're trying whatever they can to save their friendship and or relationship by throwing the other under the bus. That is just complicated and messy. Our next story is, I, 25 year old female, and my partner, 30 year old male, seek a compromise on guns. I'm looking for a compromise for myself and my partner. He, 30-year-old male, and I, 25-year-old female, have been together for three months, which is not a long time, I know. We're currently having a couple of disagreements over living together. The first was over my belief in not living with someone until marriage, which we found a compromise for. After a year minimum, 
Though I'd prefer longer, we may move in together but in separate bedrooms. But the second we're still struggling with, he is an avid gun owner and collector, which I knew and I have no interest in being around guns or dealing with guns due to mental health issues, which he knew. Before we got together, we discussed the fact that I do not want to live with guns laying around and I want them locked up when not in use. He said that when the time came, he would figure out a solution. Now, he has told me he wants a loaded gun, unlocked and free to access, in every room of the house. I do not believe this is safe for me, as I have mental health issues and do not trust myself around loaded weapons. He has told me that if we cannot come to an agreement, he will end the relationship. Is there a compromise to be found here at all, or is the relationship over? Any advice is welcome here. Edit, we have split up, as he was unwilling to find a compromise. Thank you to everyone who offered advice. Yeah, generally in a situation like this, I feel like you're pretty quickly headed for failure if you go forward with it. When you know somebody is enthralled by something that you have no interest in being around, you don't even really want to see most of the time, and their response is, well, when the situation comes up, we'll figure it out, don't worry. I feel like the success rate in the end is not very good. This next story is, my fiancé, 26-year-old male, cheated on me, 24-year-old female, while I was sleeping. I need some advice. I haven't been able to pull myself together for a couple of days, so getting it off my chest might help. I'm in a long-term relationship with my high school sweetheart. We got together when I was 15 and he was 17. We've had the odd bump in the road, but that's to be expected when you're kids for most of your relationship. As of the last couple years, things have been going really well between us. He's usually super sweet and thoughtful and supportive of me, especially since this last year I started going to college. About two years ago, we made an agreement that we could each have a hall pass, just because neither of us really have any experiences outside each other. However, it has strict rules. We have to be open and honest with each other the entire time. From the second we think something might happen, we need to talk to each other about it. It can't be friends, and it can't be at home. My biggest requirement was honesty. About a year ago, he broke my trust for the first time. He had asked me to hook up, and I said no because I was tired and stressed because of school and work, and he didn't seem bothered. He helped me fall asleep so I could take a nap because I had a headache. When I woke from the nap, he was out in the living room, which didn't arise as strange, so I quietly went to playfully scare him. Well, when I approached him from behind, I noticed he was on one of those cam girl sites, where you can talk and interact with them. And for me, this is a no-go. We thought about this, but ultimately managed to work things out and agreed that this was a boundary that couldn't be crossed. Fast forward the rest of the year, we had absolutely no problems and our relationship was the best it has been. Now, I've been fighting with a cold since New Year's Day awful chest cold that makes it hard to catch my breath. I got off work and had an awful headache that made me nauseous from coughing so much. He went and picked me up meds and helped me in the shower to relax my chest. Once I got out of the shower, I was starting to feel better and he fed me and got me relaxing in bed. We watched some TV and then I told him I was falling asleep and he asked if I felt good enough to hook up to help me sleep. I told him no, I wasn't feeling good enough yet. Again, he was totally understanding. I fell asleep with my hands on his chest, listening to his heartbeat so I could focus on not coughing. I fell asleep, then less than an hour later, he wakes me up in a panic because he was talking to some random woman that just added him on Facebook. 
You can guess the context. And they began video chatting. She took a screen record of his junk and was going to send it to his entire friends list if he didn't send her money. All he kept asking me is what he should do. And in my rage, I told him I hope she sends it because that's what he deserves. I ended up leaving for the entire night and stayed in my car. Then once he left for work the next day, I came home and cleaned all the stuff out of our room and put it in the living room. I haven't been able to bring myself to talk to him. I haven't been able to leave my bed since I came home. I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I can ever be with him again because I don't know how I'm supposed to ever trust him again. Any opinions would be really helpful. Thanks. So I think he's made it pretty clear that you can't trust him. I would say a small nugget of information that may make it minutely better for OP is knowing that that's almost assuredly not a real person. Well, it is a real person, but it's probably a scammer in a far off country somewhere that is most likely not a woman. And they likely want to be paid in like iTunes gift cards or something, right? That said, he was still totally game to the whole, hey, whip it out on camera, don't tell your girlfriend. I would say either some kind of serious therapy for his, what seems to be maybe addictive tendencies to me, or moving on from somebody that you just can't trust. Our next story is, I'm upset my friends didn't tell me they're in town. First off, I acknowledge that I, 27-year-old female, am too old for this kind of petty insecurity. In post-college life, I've built a healthy friend circle where I don't have to wonder if I'm in or out. I'm just here to wonder if I'm oversensitive, I should bring it up, if I should continue putting energy into these friendships. The story, three or four college friends came from out of town to visit a fourth friend for the weekend. It's a four or five hour drive away, one way. I live near a large metropolitan city and they came for a hockey game. I haven't seen any of them since 2020. When the pandemic hit and we graduated, I found out they were here when they all posted the game on their stories. The background, part one. I often felt like an outsider to this friend group. They said I was a core part of it, but I often felt like I was an afterthought and secondary to another girl, A, in particular. I've mentioned this and been told that's not the case. The most recent iteration of this conversation occurred last week with the only person with whom I kept a snap streak. For my part, I acknowledge that I got more involved with some other friends, so I didn't hang out with this group as often as they hung out with each other, but we'd been friends all four years. Background part two, shortly after graduation, the other girl A and her long-term boyfriend broke up. Most of the group sided with her and I sided with him. The boyfriend and I had been friends before they started dating and we're still close now. It's purely platonic and has always been. This event ended my snap streaks with most of them and got me kicked out of the group chat. So present day, I feel like not telling me a bunch of them were coming to town contradicts the idea that I'm a core member of the group. It feels especially tone deaf given the conversation last week. I don't expect them to change their plans to include me if they're too busy to hang out. As it happens, I couldn't hang out today, but it's about being included and given the opportunity to join. Am I being oversensitive for being bothered by this? I don't think OP's too oversensitive here because I feel like if you're part of this friend group, they should have like some centralized friend group chat where it's discussed and known that this is going on, right? How is OP considered a core part of this friend group? They do something together and OP catches no wind of it. Even if it's something that they didn't directly send to OP, there should be like some spot where OP sees this and they can join in, right? I mean, if you're not in that group chat or whatever chat where they discuss this stuff, I wouldn't really say that you're a core part of that group. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.